0: Ladies, welcome to You Are Your Greatest Investment Podcast. I am so glad that you are joining me today. I hope that all is well. I hope that you are having an amazing day and a most amazing life. Listen, today we're going to be talking about what it means to be your greatest investment. Because at the end of the day, we have all different types of mindsets, perceptions, and experiences that play a part in that that belief. So let's talk about that. I tell you, um, for me, I get mine from spending quality time with the Lord and my experiences and the choices I've made um, and some of those choices that gave great pause for a question. We won't talk about that right now. But anyway, life, life helps us determine that. But we're going to talk about all different areas and all different aspects of that topic. So anyway, stay with me. We'll be right back. Let's get chatting stay tuned. Why is it so important that we invest in loving ourselves? Why does it matter? I mean, we're all happy, right? Living our lives, investing in our value. You know, we know our self-worth, right? Well, if we're honest, most of us are not doing that. <laughs> At least that's what statistics say. And some of you that I've had the honor and privilege of consulting with would agree. Now, this can be a very emotional topic. And it's not a question so easily answered because so many of us are not paying enough attention to our inner selves and our voices. Right? Our inner voices. So most times our focus is, is, is um, on the things that are external. You know, those things that are grasping for our time and our attention. We're going about our day-to-day grind, and we're not always fully present. And I understand that. We get caught up in doing instead of simply being. And having that healthy balance is not always easy, but it is indeed necessary. You know, we hear a lot about self-love and self-care these days, and I believe it's because we're not doing enough of it or we're not doing it at all. If you're anything like me or how how I used to be at one time, I didn't know what that meant, knowing my value, investing in that, what does that mean? You know, I didn't know what that meant. And some years ago I ended up um, having to divorce unexpectedly and it devastated me. You know, I felt like I had no value. I felt unworthy. I felt cast aside and thrown away like a piece of trash because of the way things happened. I mean, I didn't even know that, you know, whether life was worth living anymore. That's how bad it was for me. That's how traumatic it was for me. And that's because I really didn't understand my true value. I didn't understand what it meant to love the person that I was created to be. And my identity was wrapped up in the union of the marriage. So I, you know, for me, I'm I'm spiritual. So I prayed and I asked God, I, you know, help me out here because I don't know what's happening here. This is not turning out the way that I thought it would turn out. What's going on here? I mean, I tried to do everything that I was supposed to do. You know, I tried, you know, and, and I couldn't understand why this was happening in my life at this time, you know. So I, I prayed and I said, you know, I don't even feel like I can go on. I mean, I sound calm now, but I was really freaking out because I was thinking this is, I don't know which way to go. And because I felt stuck, I felt like, you know, nothing at the time because I was so wrapped up. Um, my mind and my, my self-talk was very, very, very negative. Okay. And I remember saying, I don't know how I can continue this life without him. I remember saying that. And then I also remember this still small voice saying to me, you know, to clarify what you're saying (laughs) to me, are you saying that you cannot live the life that I've created for you because of a flawed individual? You know, it's almost like he said, I just need you to to hear what you just said to me. That was your self-talk to me. You know are you allowing someone who has not created you have not someone who has not created your life, someone that has not purposed your life to determine your life? Is that what I'm hearing, boy, I'm gonna tell you that 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 made me think that made me think. <laughs> And it was at that time he said, come on, sweetheart, we have some work to do. And we began this, this journey of self-love together. And I'm so very thankful of that. You see, I had to understand something. You know, my value did not decrease based on someone's inability to see my worth or theirs for that matter. I didn't even see my own worth, not the way that I should have, you know, not in a healthy way. And so that is what inspired me to do this podcast. I've learned this one thing. I've learned that not everyone has the opportunity to grow up with a healthy role model of self-love. I mean, some of us never had, even our parents, you know what I'm saying? Some of us never had anyone who talked to us about the importance of simply being good to yourself. And if that's you, trust me, you are not alone. I want to stimulate some fruitful thoughts so that you can change or update the narrative, you know, So that your lives will demonstrate what we've now come to know. You know, we got to change that thought process. That's what the Lord did for me. And I want to share some of those things with you. You know, being your greatest investment simply means knowing your self-worth and your value. And functioning in a way that it is demonstrated by your lifestyle. Okay? Okay. So how many of you know what it means to know your self-worth and value? How many of you understand what that means and the importance of that? Let's talk about self-worth for a second. I'm just going to define that for you. Self-worth is defined by your knowledge and your belief of your own worth as as an individual. So you're looking at yourself, not what anyone else thinks of you, not what anyone has said of you. None of that. Because they could take it back and then where will you be? I want to know if you know what you think of you. What's your self-talk like? Okay. Then I want you to tell... Now, th- this other aspect of that, knowing your value, is just simply another aspect of the same, which is understanding the value of what you bring. What do you contribute you know, to the table as a result of what you now believe about yourself. So knowing who you are, knowing your worth as an individual, and then knowing the value of what you contribute and bring to the table. That's very important to understand. Not just to not just to know it, but to understand the depth of that. Your self-worth and knowing your value has to come from a foundation of first- Learning how to love yourself and accept yourself exactly the way that you are, flaws and all. Self-love is not merely just defining how you treat yourself either. We we have this um, way of walking around in in this um, with this facade of everything being all well and good and dandy, and and I'm smiling because my life is great and all the while we are broken inside. So self-love is not just merely defined by, you know, how we treat ourselves. Although that's good, it has its place. I think you should treat yourself. In fact, I know you should treat yourself because we work hard. You should treat yourself. You should look good. You should take pride in how you look, how you carry yourself. But let that be something that's engineered and energized and brought forth from something that comes from the depth of who you are. Because outside of that it's merely a veneer. Right? So not only is self-love defined by how you treat yourself, but it's also defined in how about or or in how you define yourself or how you feel about yourself. You know your love your love for you will be demonstrated not just by what you're saying to other people. I mean you can talk all day long, but we all know it's about what you do. It's not just what you say, what you do has to align itself up with what you're saying, and if it's unmatched, then we may have some work to do, right, ladies. Listen when you know your value, you set a standard. You don't make a habit of settling for anything less than your worth. Knowing your value allows you to set a standard that'll speak to your very character, your character. And when you're connected to your value and your self worth, you, you will not continually find yourself in unha- unhealthy uh, relationships and circumstances, you know, because you will have set the standard because you know that you bring a level of queenship to the table, right? You know, sometimes when I'm speaking with um, some of you, I often hear that you're frustrated or unhappy, and you know, in some of your personal and professional relationships. And I get it. Trust me, <laughs> I've been there. I want to share a few um, examples with you, and I just want to I want to do this because I want to bring something to your attention with how important it is to make sure that what you're saying, what you're believing and what you're demonstrating is in alignment, okay? Because oftentimes we're fooled by our own thoughts. We're thinking that we're showing and demonstrating something by what we're saying, but there's a total disconnect, okay? When I'm speaking to women, I hear some of these things that are said, excuse me and it's simply because we you know we, we don't know and we allow these things into our lives because we don't know our value so if you're in a personal relationship and you have a guy a guy or gal say um that's saying something to you that's rude you know they're calling you all kinds of names they're you know that are derogatory that doesn't speak to who you are it's not serving you at all in fact it's very negative you know and then I'm asking you if you love yourself, if you value yourself, you're telling telling me yes. But you're allowing this behavior in your life. You know, I've heard people say um, with regards to their professional relationship, you know, my boss treats me with so much disrespect and, 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 and he hardly ever gives, he or she hardly ever gives me any appreciation or shows any appreciation. You know, those are things that you have to think about. Now, that has nothing to do with you. That has everything to do with that person. But how you respond to it, how you allow that to stay in your life is entirely up to you. There's a song. Um, What is his name? Kenny Rogers. Kenny Rogers sings a song. Um, You better know when to hold them, know when to fold em. I'm not going to try to sing it, but you know, you better know when to hold em. that one, and when to fold them, when to walk away and when to run and i and i say this all the time you have to be mindful because every there's seasons in life and i would tell you not to stay in a season that's not not to not to stay in a in an atmosphere that's not going to serve you for that season so in essence when you're in a situation and you have a boss that's not appreciating you not appreciating your value you know what i'm saying that's very disrespectful to you there's a chain of command that you need to follow You don't want to get comfortable in that because what you're communicating to them is that I don't know my value and nor do I care about my value. And I don't care that you don't know my value either. So we don't realize that we, by what we demonstrate, how we respond to things, communicates to someone else our self-worth and our value. That's why it's important for you to know that those two work synonymously one with the other. Okay? Um, I've heard women say in their, in their personal relationships, um, you know, I do everything for him. I do everything. Like he doesn't have to do anything. You hear, You heard what I said, right? I do everything. He doesn't have to do anything. And I love him. Why can't he see that? Well, he can't see that because you can't see that. You can't see so he doesn't he doesn't love you the way that he needs to love you because you don't love you the way you need to love you. So you can't expect for someone else to do something for you that you're not willing to do for yourself. Okay? I've heard I've heard it said, you know, women upset with guys who they're trying to call, maybe they've messed up, they've done something wrong and then they're trying to get in touch with them or they were dating for a period of time and then all of a sudden they're not. And so they're trying to contact them and they're hanging up the phone on them time and time. You would not believe how common this is. And so I hear this and I'm thinking, you know, they're telling me he hung up on me like four or five times and I can't believe he did that. And, you know, I just pose a question because what I want you to understand is that you have the power to allow or not allow things to happen in your life. And all too often we give that power away so easily that's because we don't know our value. You see what I'm saying You don't know if you you know the value of a million dollars, you wouldn't just give that away haphazardly. You just wouldn't do that. But how much more do we do that to ourselves, which is the most precious thing that was ever created all right so instead of you saying, "I can't believe." that he hung up on me three, four, or five times. Ask yourself the question, why did he get a chance to do it the second time, the third time, the fourth time? You see what I'm saying? This is where I need you to take responsibility for what you are allowing in your life. You see what I'm saying? Each time you allow this to happen without some type of consequence... You are communicating that this behavior is okay and it is simply not a deal breaker. So I hear what you're saying about yourself, but I see what you're doing. And so then they do too, okay? We have to be so careful. And I say everything that I say from a place of love because I do understand it. I was there. I'm very empathetic. But I need you to hear me when I say this. We say we love each other, but oftentimes our mouth is saying, I'm prime real estate. This right here is prime real estate, but your actions are demonstrating that you're a foreclosure. You understand what I'm saying? You can't be prime real estate when you're demonstrating and presenting yourself like a foreclosure. Because then what you're communicating by demonstration is that you can have me for less than my actual worth of value. And we don't want to do that. Ladies, the bottom line is this. You may say that you know your value, but unless you demonstrate that, you're communicating something totally different. So please don't display yourself at full price with your mouth and then deliver yourself as a clearance item by your behavior. You teach people how to treat you based upon what you believe of yourself and how you treat yourself. This investment that I'm talking about, it's an ongoing process of learning to love and and the act of accepting who you are. You know, once you've learned to love and protect your value, You'll realize that you've had the power to allow things in your life and to not allow things in your life all along. You know, and yes, I agree with you. You're better than that. You're beautiful, you're amazing, you were created with purpose. You know, yes, you are. You're deserving. So be sure that you're defining yourself that way. And when you're defining yourself that way, you'll begin acting that way, and most will begin to see you that way. And hey, if they should choose not to see you that way, that's not your issue. Everybody doesn't deserve a seat at your table. Remember that, okay? (laughs) Listen, guys, I'll be right back. When we return, we're going to talk about relationships, namely the one that begins with you. So let's talk relationships, starting with the one that you look at in the mirror every morning, (laughs) okay? You know, look, we've discussed knowing your value and self-worth and how so very important it is to any relationship, especially to the one beginning with you. You know, the reason being is that it's central to who you are and everything that you'll ever do, all right? So let's get your thoughts and your minds percolating. How will we put this newfound knowledge into action? Well, let's do this by answering a couple of questions about ourselves, okay? All right, you can get a pen and a pencil if you'd like to. If not, you can think about this, and then when you get home and you're able to do this, or if you're at home, um, go ahead and start writing some things down. You can start this exercise um, now instead of waiting until another time, instead of putting it off, okay? So listen, number one, what are your thoughts about yourself? Now, remember... Initially, we talked about being asked that question and maybe not knowing how to answer it. Well, we should be able to answer a little bit about that now. Okay. So what are your thoughts about yourself? You know, how do you see yourself? You know, what's your self-talk like? Write something down. Write something down or either either get a thought in your mind um, to whatever it is that you feel. How do you define yourself? Okay. Remember whatsoever man thinketh in his heart, so is he. So, so our thoughts, you know, we have to make sure that they're positive and affirming, you know, you know, you have to ask yourself, are my thoughts positive and affirming and affirming, or are they negative and defeating? Okay. So we don't want to, we don't want to have to live a life with negative and defeating thoughts because it's counterproductive. Okay. So here's, here is, here's a question. Another question for you that will go along with um what I just asked you, which is what are your thoughts about yourself? So this is this is a question that I, I posed to to many other people and I actually posed it to myself and I had to answer that question. OK, so when you get up in the morning, right, and you find your way to the bathroom. Do you stop and actually take a look at yourself in the mirror? I mean, Do you say, you know, good morning, gorgeous. You sure are beautiful this morning. Or do you say, you know, I love me some you. And you know what? Today, I'm going to go out and accomplish everything that I'm purposed to accomplish today. Do you say that to yourself? Or are you noticing the weight gain when you look at yourself in the mirror? If you stop and look at yourself in the mirror... Do you stop and look at yourself in the mirror and then say, okay, wait a minute, i, I gained so much weight. I got gray hair. I got hair in places, <laughs> I hair in places that make you go, hmm, <laughs> because of menopause, you know, listen, you have to watch yourself talk, you know, and I will tell you, some of us are all guilty of this. It's okay to notice that you've gained some weight. You know, sometimes menopause has a way of doing those things. And sometimes because we haven't been taking care, the best care of ourselves, we've not been eating all the things that are healthy for our bodies. Or we may have just stopped moving as much as we have, uh, are we're used to moving. You know, we may not be exercising. We may not have, a, a, you know, an actual exercise plan for ourselves. There are many reasons why, but listen, at the end of the day, You're still amazing. Whether we're going through menopause, whether we're gaining weight, whether we have gray hair, whether we have hair in (laughs) places that we never thought would grow there, whatever the case may be, we're still beautiful. And that's what you have to remind yourself. You have to say, listen, I know I have this gray hair, but I sure am beautiful. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) I want you to challenge those thoughts about yourself, you know, because they don't serve you. If someone spoke over your life, listen, if someone spoke over your life at any time, at any age, right? They've said things to you like, you know, you've never amounted to anything. You know, you're fat and you're ugly. You know, you're stupid. People say these things because hurt people hurt people. And people who don't understand how their words hurt people tend to hurt people with their words. You know, but what I want you to do is silence that all of those thoughts, you know, and I want you to remind yourself that I'm amazing. Listen, I'm fearfully and wonderfully created, and I can do all things through Christ who gives me strength. And you go out that day and you make the day amazing. You know what I'm saying? Even blow yourself a kiss, even. I'll do that. I do that. I'm not kidding. I, I'm not joking. When I tell you, I don't wait for anybody to validate me because God has already validated me. You see? So I have to speak life to myself because even though things may have been spoken over me or said about me to me I get those thoughts sometimes they try to come in and in, 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 uh, cohabitate and I, I have to kick them out I evict them right away <laughs> I'm just saying listen when you get up in the morning if you don't take time because we get so busy we got you know we jump up get in the shower we get dressed and look I want you to slow down I want you to look at yourself in the mirror and I want you to just take a few minutes and love on you, thank God for your beautiful and amazing self. You understand, I don't care if you do need to lose some weight. It doesn't matter. I need to lose some weight. I still love all of me. You understand what I'm saying, but I'm working on those things. I'm working on the things that i'm I'm saying. I love you, but i want i want I want to be a better you. I want you to be a better you so we're going to work on that. It's okay. It is okay, all right. Set a use, use feed, feed yourself the first, like the first thing in the morning, feed yourself positive affirmations. You know, this will set your day. This will set your day. Okay. I start my day with prayer, talking to myself, and then just, you know, just giving myself a positive, affirming thoughts. And then I try to move on to the next thing with the same, that same momentum and that same mindset. Okay. All right, so okay, so number two. So number one was, what are your thoughts about yourself? Um, Your call to action is to get up in the morning. When you get up in the morning, look at yourself in the mirror and tell yourself just how good and how beautiful and how deserving and how loving and caring and kind that you are, (laughs) okay? You do that for you, all right? Okay, so number two, listen. If you took a moment, you took a moment, you had a moment to yourself, What would you do for yourself? What would that one thing be that you would do for yourself? Think about that. Okay. Would you take a ride? You know, would you get in the car and just take a ride? Would you throw caution to the wind and and even take a weekend vacation? You know, would you start a journal? You know, would you share a much needed intimate conversation with somebody that you've been putting off for some time? Okay. What you're going to hear is that I don't have time to do that, but we're going to squash that. We, remember what we said? We 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 cast down, we squash all negative chatter that does not serve us. That's what we do. Okay? So you may even take the time out to say, "You know what? I'm going to read me read myself a book. I've been wanting to read this book for the longest. It's been sitting up here for months and I haven't even taken the time out to read it." Or you may just simply say, you know what? I just want to enjoy some quiet time and some quality time with myself. You know? Ask yourself these questions. Ask yourself this question, excuse me, and then come up with some things to do for yourself because you're worth it. Okay? Ask yourself the question, then respond by writing it down, and then take the next step of execution. Act on it. Act on it. Do it. Do it for yourself because remember, it's not enough to say it. We have to believe it and then we have to demonstrate, right? As for me, I'll do all of what I just mentioned to you. You know, I really love my tea time with the Lord. I enjoy that time with him. It's just a good quiet time. Um, I thoroughly enjoy going for a ride and going to the beach for the weekend. I enjoy that. I don't do that enough, um, but I'm going to start doing it a lot more. Okay. So I enjoy doing that and I I'll get in the car and go for a ride anytime. Just just to just to get out and just clear my head because I'm an over I am a confessed overthinker and I am really working on that. God is helping me on that. So sometimes to get me away from it all, I'll just get in my car and I'll just drive. You know, and it makes me feel a lot better. And sometimes, you know, I honestly some of the best times that I have um It's just being quiet. And I know this is disturbing to some people, but I love to hear the clock ticking. I like the quietness of a room and the clock ticking. Because when I listen to the clock ticking, it's almost like I hear my heart beating. And when I hear my heart beating, it just, it's like an indication of life. The clock ticking, my heart beating, it's just an, it's an indication of my life at the moment. I'm, think, I'm, I'm thankful that I'm alive. I'm a well, I'm well, excuse me. And I'm, I'm breathing. I have all my faculties, you know, I'm thinking. And then I, and then I just start getting thankful. And of course that puts a huge smile on my face. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> just appreciating life. You know, it's a good thing. It really is. It's a, it's an amazing thing. Listen, when you love yourself, you have a wonderful and positive view of you, you know, despite your flaws, okay? Loving yourself has little to do with your flaws, your mistakes, the uneventful choices that you make. We all make them. You know, sometimes I'm disappointed or even angry about some of the choices that I make or the choices that I've made in times past, you know, but, it, but I have to understand for me and I have to embrace that it's realistic and it's healthy and it's all a part of my growth, you see? And that's a good thing. That's a, that's a really good thing. And I'm okay with that. I've learned to extend grace to myself and to be easy with myself and to love myself into the person that God has created me to be. So never stop loving yourself because you notice that you're not doing something right or that you didn't make the right decision. That just means that we need to do some work. Right? And it's good. It's good. Okay? Okay. Just remember that in that time frame, you're you're realizing that this journey that you're investing in yourself is a process. Okay. Now for me, (laughs) again, I know that I'm going to miss the mark sometimes. I already know that. So I'm okay. I'm okay with the fact that I'm going to miss the mark sometimes because that tells me that I have a need for, for the Lord. I need his spirit to help me, to guide me every step of the way. Like he's my greatest source on this journey, this 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 huge journey called life, this amazing journey called life, which has its ups, its downs, it's good, it's bad. All of those things are designed for us to learn and to grow, right? So I can appreciate that. Not necessarily at the time that the bad things may be happening, but I thank God for the for the peace that he gives me in the midst of the storms. And I thank God for even the tears that I have to cry out because I'm just maybe overwhelmed or tired or frustrated, all of that stuff is, is healthy. It's healthy, right? I have come to understand for me that God is my greatest source on this journey called life and his gift to me is life. And and honey, my gift to him is simply demonstrating my appreciation by living it. You, you understand what I'm saying? Ladies, listen, you must love you enough to go easy on yourself, forgive yourself, and then embrace with gratitude all of the many lessons learned along the way. You know why? Because you're worth it. We'll be right back. Ladies, listen. Without self-love, the chances of you becoming highly self-critical is great. I mean, really. You'll most likely fall into a space of people-pleasing and perfectionism. And I I know that all too well. Being self-critical and perfectionism, it's just a weight that we don't need. In fact, it's not even anything that we can ever attain obtain because or attain because perfectionism doesn't exist for us. Jesus was the only perfect one, and so for us, our our only aspiration aspiration should be to be better than what we were yesterday. You, you know what I'm saying? So we're working towards growth, and and being self-critical. That's a weight, too, that we don't need because when you're self-critical, you only hurt yourself. You see, so what you need to do is just accept the things that you're working on. You know what I'm saying? And some things, it's not even true that you're saying about yourself. It's just what you've you've agreed to that people have said about yourself. You know, and so it's just about it's just about changing the mindset. You know, changing your narrative so that you're speaking, like we said before, positive affirmations right and this people pleasing thing is 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 awful (laughs) because what happens when you're people pleasing you do not stand in your truth at all when you don't love yourself you we, we talked about this you don't stand in your truth you don't know yourself and you do not stand in your truth and you will not assert the things that you value when you don't stand in your truth and so I read it somewhere um, and I, I can't remember where I read it at, but it said, if you live for people's acceptance, you'll die from their rejection. And that's truth. Seriously. I mean, not die physically, but your spirit dies. Something happened to your spirit. You know what I'm saying? Your, your self-worth and your value. So this is why it's so important to to, to understand self-love and why you need to invest in in that for yourself. Without self-love, you know, you're more likely to tolerate abuse or mistreatment from other people because again, you have not set a standard, right? You know, without self-love, you you tend to neglect your own needs, you know, your feelings because you don't value yourself. You don't think what you what you have to say matter. And that's not good either. Because you do matter, and the things that you have to say matter. You you understand what I'm saying? It's very important that you're able to express who you are. And if the people around you are unaccepting, then maybe you need to change your crowd, right? Another thing that you find that you may do if you're not demonstrating self-love for yourself or embracing self-love and care for yourself is self-sabotage. You know, or you're making decisions that aren't in your own best interest because you don't feel worthy. You know, sometimes we self sabotage because we don't feel like we're worthy. Have you ever heard of a person being in a great relationship and because they've been told certain things and things have happened to them in their lives that were negative and had a negative impact on their perception of themselves? And then they meet a nice person. And that person sees their value, sees the potential, and on the outside this person may look like the person who's 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 feeling uh who doesn't have self love may look they may look like they have it all together, but once you get closer and you start peeling back the layers and you start to get a little bit closer to the person, they start doing things to push you away that's what self sabotaging is. They do that, whether it's a job, whether it's a relationship, you just try to tear down everything that's good around you because you don't feel like you're worthy. And that's not good either, right? So let me leave something with you. One of the things that I've seen that can keep others from embarking upon this amazing journey of loving themselves are the feelings of guilt and feeling that somehow you are being selfish or having feelings of uh, unworthiness. Okay? First of all, you should never ever feel guilty about loving yourself. The truth is, if you don't love and accept yourself, you won't value yourself and you will not invest in yourself. So I'm giving you permission I'm giving you permission to love and embrace your beautiful self without shame or guilt. You know why? Because it's necessary. It is necessary. And at the end of the day, listen, you can set the bar low or you can set it high or you cannot set one at all. What I want you to understand is that the choice is actually yours to make. You have the power And I only hope that you will set that bar according to your value because you deserve it. Okay? This is not about, this this self-love that I'm talking about, this is not about being narcissistic or loving yourself in a way that's that's braggadocious or placing yourself on a pedestal far above other people. That's not what I'm talking about. The self-love that I'm talking about, it's about being Confident. Being confident in who God says that you are, right? And then taking full responsibility for your life and being confident in that. Because confidence breeds an air of humility. It breeds an air of humility that goes unmatched. This self-love that I'm talking about is simply becoming more self-aware. It's becoming self-full. You know, coming alive and being mindful of who and whose you are. But on the other hand, self-love, what it does not demonstrate and what it is not, what I'm not talking about, is being selfish. Being selfish, being pompous, you know, sporting some type of grandiose attitude. You know, confidence and arrogance are two different things. Selfishness keeps your focus on yourself and how things benefit you and you alone, right? It prevents you from caring about others in a way that you should. However, being self-full simply means that you are mindful to invest in yourself, the level of care and kindness that you want to share with others. Right? So listen, I want to, as we close, get ready to close, Um I want to leave something with you. Some call to action exercises to help you put some of this self-love that we've been talking about into practice. (laughs) Okay. It's a good thing. I promise. I'm telling you something. You will feel so much better because there's a freedom in knowing who you are. There's a freedom in knowing your value. There's a freedom even in knowing that God loves you and that he's got your back. There's a freedom. Now, I'm not saying that you have to believe like I believe, but I have to tell you how I believe because we're being vulnerable here and we're telling our truth, right? Okay, so the first thing that I want to talk about with this call to action, because we talked about, we, we had to do some a couple other things in the last segment. But I want to leave you with some other things to do, okay? First of all, in your mind, in your mind, I want you to first declare that the greatest investment that you will ever make is to care for yourself, knowing that it's vital to your overall health and well-being, okay? Listen, for me, for me, I first declare that the greatest investment that I made is surrendering my life to Christ, right? That's what I did for me because for me, that was the best decision that I've ever made, Right, it is because that helps me to care for myself in a way that's healthy and whole that works for me and me knowing that is vital to my overall health and spiritual well-being right secondly let me suggest to you that you identify one loving thing that you can do for yourself today just identify one loving thing that you would do for yourself today and then do it it could be a thought or an action But do it. Execute. Remember that? We can think about it all day, right? But unless we demonstrate it, it's just a thought, right? Listen, keep a calendar. Schedule you some investment time. You know, schedule you some me time. Put yourself on the calendar. You have everybody else on the calendar. Put yourself on the calendar. Okay? Because that's important. Next, I want you to journal, write your things down, begin writing down and all the things that you're thinking about, you know, all the things that you have. And if you've, if you have a journal, get those journals out and revisit them. (laughs) Revisit those things that you've written down times past, see how things have changed, right? And then start to rework the narrative so that it works best for where you are right now. Okay, writing down things, what you're going to do when you're going to do it keeps you accountable okay and also it helps you to be more likely to follow through follow through on your commitment to invest in you okay now listen let's have a little bit a little bit of fun with this okay i want you to be spontaneous i want you to do something for yourself that you just out of the blue just do something for yourself Or do something for someone else. If that's what makes you happy. I love serving people. So I'll do something for someone else. But I have to make sure that, and please remember when I say this, keep this in context. Because if you are a nurturer, if you're a person who really enjoys doing things for other people, then I'm going to tell you to pull back if you have not learned how to self-love and know your value. Pull back just a little bit. Okay. And then schedule that time in, but you make sure that you're scheduled so that you know that you're doing a little bit of everything. Okay. Try to do a little bit of everything. And if you can't do it right away, just work baby steps, work up to it. Okay. If you like, for me, I like to dance. I I like music and I like to dance. So, you know, I'm working all the time. So sometimes I stay so focused, so focused that I don't pay attention to the time that I'm, that I'm spending working. And so I will, I will just, just while I'm cooking dinner, I just, I'll just put on some music and I'll start dancing all by myself. I mean, you know, put on some music and let my feet go and then I'll get a glass of wine and I'll just enjoy myself with myself. You know, if my sons are over, then I'll, I'll enjoy with them, you know, or a lot of times when I, when I visit my sister, uh, my sister's in Atlanta, my older sister and her husband, they're so gracious to me in taking me out dancing. You know, we just have a great time. So I'm thankful that I can just be spontaneous. And sometimes I do that. I just take off and I'll, I'll head up the road <laughs> so I can do some dancing. And she'll tell me, come on. So we have a good time. And I think it's important to be able to enjoy your life. You know, like I said, we work hard. And you have to be able to enjoy yourself and know that you're worthy of spending some time uh, with you and the people around you that have your best interest at heart. OK, listen, if you've not laughed in a while, watch a funny movie. You know, don't take yourself so serious all the time. I'm talking to me. <laughs> but I've learned to do that. I have learned to do that. I've learned, OK, I need to take a break. I've been working for eight hours. I've been working for nine hours, you know, stopping for, you know, bathroom breaks and to get some water or maybe snack on some fruit or, you know, something like that. And I won't pay attention to the time. And truth be told, sometimes I don't even know what day it is. Sometimes I get so busy. So what I'm telling you is what I've told myself. And so I have to schedule myself in because when seasons change, oftentimes we have to change our schedules because the same schedule that you had in this season may not work or may not be adaptable in the next season that you embark upon so it's just just like i said it's a it's a balancing act and we're constantly reworking it but listen laugh 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 laughter doeth good like a medicine and i'm going to tell you something sometimes i need a lot of medicine so i'll put on some funny movies or i'll talk to people that make me laugh you know, and and it makes me feel good inside. It just releases so much. So laugh, get some, talk to somebody who will make you laugh or watch a movie, pop some popcorn and just enjoy yourself, you know, or whatever your, whatever your unhealthy snack will be. (laughs) I mean, just enjoy yourself. You can have a healthy snack, but just enjoy yourself. That's the whole idea. Play a fun board game, you know, eat some healthy and some unhealthy snacks, you know, but just don't forget, you may have to pay the price by adding a few more minutes to your workout. But enjoy yourself, you know, play a fun, a fun board game. You know, if you have to take it out of the closet because you haven't played it in such a while, such a long time, brush the dust off and invite some people over and just enjoy yourself, you know, because it's worth it, right? More important, ladies, listen. Remember with practice. Taking the time to make the greatest investment in yourself will become a second nature, okay? As you add more and more loving thoughts and actions to your daily life, they'll begin to crowd out some of those self-defeating green monster thoughts and behaviors that you have. Okay, we'll talk about that in the next episode. I hope that you enjoyed this episode. I hope that you were able to take something from it. Um, it's my it's my desire that you understand how important this is, and I know I've said this all throughout the podcast because it is that important. And oftentimes we hear things and then we keep going and we're passive about the information or the vital information that we get. And so I want you to make sure that you're paying close attention to, to to know that if you can take the time out to. Schedule yourself to spend some time with yourself. Get to know you a little bit better. I believe that it will really change a lot of the relationships that you have. I think it will change yourself with regards to self-development. I think it will change yourself with with regards to your spirituality. Um, if you've lacked in those areas. It's just, it's just, it's a wonderful place. It's a wonderful place to be when you're getting acquainted with this beautiful person called you. Okay. if you have any questions, please make sure that you leave a message on the voice message um, indicated here on the podcast. And I will make sure that I get back with you. If you need to contact me, please do so. I would love to hear from you. Would absolutely love it. Okay. so listen, thanks so very much for spending your time with me for the very first podcast that I put out. I mean, I so appreciate you guys. This was a lot of fun. Listen, I hope that you were able to take away something special to add to your lives and to maybe to share with somebody else. But remember, ladies, today we begin this journey together and tomorrow you'll lead the way. God's continued blessings and know that I love you. Take care. Hello there, beautiful people. I just wanted to invite you to leave a message on the podcast voice message. I'm always interested in your feedback. You can also email me at lovinglifeinsideout at gmail.com. That's lovinglifeinsideout, one word, at gmail.com. Please leave your comments, your suggestions, and if you have a topic that you would like for me to speak about, please do that too. I'm here for you. Also, email me and let me know what you're doing or what you've done in making yourself your greatest investment. Listen, until we chat again, God's blessings. Love you much and take good care.